Powering the Future. Welcome to Powering the Future, a podcast series where you will hear from industry experts and academicians on topics that impact us as an individual and as a professional. Being an entrepreneur is challenging. Most startups fail within their first five years. It takes a lot of hard work, risk, and discipline to become a successful entrepreneur. In this podcast, Mr. Richard Hong, CEO of Toothsuit ASEAN, is in discussion with Mr. Raymond Bo, CEO and founder of the recently listed iWow Technology, a local technology provider that specializes in Internet of Things solutions. On his entrepreneurship journey, the challenges he faced, the learnings and insights he gained, and what's next for his company. This is Stephanie handing over to Richard, the host for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Richard, your host for this episode, and we have Raymond with us today. Welcome to the show, Raymond. Thank you, Richard, for having me as your guest. Yeah, welcome, Raymond. Recently, iWatt Technology is successfully listed on the Singapore Exchange. So a big congratulations from my side to you and your team on this, I think, a very important milestone again. Will you share with our listeners more about iWatt Technology? Thank you, Richard. Indeed, the listing is an important milestone for iWow. About iWow, we were established in 1999. iWow stands for the Inspiring the World of Wireless. We started off as a wireless design house with full turnkey R&D capabilities and we started serving the global telecommunication brand players. For many years, right, we have been doing an outsourced R&D design house and we have pivoted then to an M2M business, a machine-to-machine business, right, which nowadays is known more commonly as IoT. So our products and services are anything wireless. So we have smart metering. We have done electronic monitoring system for ex-offenders. We also have an alarm alert system for the seniors staying alone. And a lot of people know us for making the Trace Together token. Thank you, Raymond, for sharing. Certainly your Trace Together token is the most popular device and technology your company has embarked. But you guys also have embarked in many of the new technologies and the machine-to-machine. So I'm happy to see so much development taking place in iWall technology. Can you share your learning and challenges when you first started the journey of iWall technology? Sure. It's a, it has been a lifetime ago, 1999. Maybe many of your listeners may not have been born. I think how I and why I started iWOW is more like a, a childhood dream. I was a teenager. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I don't know what I want to do as a business, but I decided to leave the corporate world uh, in my late 20s and then started iWOW. So at the beginning, it was quite a scary, awakening experience, right? To be sitting at home with minimal financial resources and not a clear idea what to do. So maybe some of the things I wanted to share with your listeners are some of the learnings I have at the beginning. So I I think one of the very important thing is to have a vision. So as an entrepreneur, if you need to start fundraising, you need to get your friends to join you. You need to have a clear vision of what you want to do. So that I found to be one of the biggest challenge when I first started. 
Uh, everything wasn't clear. It's easier in retrospect to have a vision now, you know, that you have some successful products out there, some services that are meaningful. It's easier to create a vision. Uh, however, that is not the case for entrepreneur, right? You need to cast a vision in advance. So having a vision at the beginning was one of the challenges and we have done that. Although this vision has changed over time. The other thing I think is important and very important at the start is having a team. So in any venture, let alone a technology company, we can't do it alone. So the team is key to our company's success. So team building is uh, crucial at the start. And uh, we face a lot of problems in the sense that we are a startup. So many of your friends, uh, my friends who I went to talk to, they will feel uh, leaving a cushy job in the MNC uh, to join a startup uh, is too risky. And at the same time, we are not just looking for anyone to join the company. We are looking with, for people with the right skill sets. So that is one of early challenges. But thankfully, we managed to convince enough of friends to join us. And uh, later as the company grew, of course, then we were able to hire people with the right skill set from the market. Probably the next point I'll talk about is execution. So in anything, right, a lot of entrepreneurs may think that oh, having the most brilliant idea is everything. Unfortunately, having an idea is just the beginning. You need to execute and I would say execution form a biggest part of uh, whether you become a successful business or not. So execution, I would say, uh, pose another big challenge at the beginning when you are a small team and you have to make decisions every day what to do next what to tell your customer how to make your next payroll execution is key so these are the few points i would like to share well that is very inspiring and motivating for listeners especially for young uh, entrepreneur startups who wanted to have a success story what raymond has shared with us is certainly a very successful roadmap you're talking about having a vision right from the start and I think having a vision is still not sufficient. Raymond mentioned having a good teams and team members, and also the challenge to convince talents to be part of the team to join this journey of developing his vision and getting enough cash resources and financial resources to allow him to realize his vision is also part of the important milestone. I think Raymond mentioned a very important thing that all of us will certainly agree with him. Uh, all these visions, cash and thoughts uh, is one part of the equation. The important part of the equation is certainly the execution part, which we need the, you know, the resource and the commitment and the teamwork of everyone to put everything together to execute the vision. So Raymond, I would like to ask you what are the changes your company witnessed through this journey of 23 years from both an inside out view as well as an outside in view? A lot have changed in the last 20 plus years. I googled that uh, the world population has grown from 6 billion people to now close to 8 billion people. That's amazing to me. And I think we all witness, right, people like us who has been around for quite some time, not just from an eyewall point of view. We have seen our lives transform dramatically with things like social media, with the internet, of course, smartphones. Apparently, smartphones wasn't around for the since the beginning of time. So the smartphone has been around maybe for just over 10 years. And we have seen autonomous vehicles today. We have seen technology evolving from 
analog GSM to today's uh, 5G and cause Internet of Things. And then uh, not just on the technology front, we have seen uh, climate change now to be a very serious topic, a point of no return maybe, unless we do something today. The population is aging and we are still, we are not totally out of the worst uh, pandemic in our lifetime. I tell my, my daughter that what she's experiencing now, right, I have never experienced in, in my whole lifetime. From a big picture, the world has changed a lot. And from iWOW, we started in 1999, right? We were developing uh, pages. For those who know what are pages, they are electronic device that is uh, mainly one way. So you send a signal from a, a landline telephone and then to get someone to call you back. So this electronic device was uh, what iWOW started developing for our customers. And then we move on to things like GSM phone, 2G phone. Uh, that is truly a lifetime ago. So today it's so different. We have superior technologies like LoRaWAN, uh, MBIoT, uh, 5G. Those were not available just a few years ago. And we are making wireless devices that are sub $10 as opposed to back in 99 to make a, a M2M product probably will cost three, $400 just to, to have one of such product. So you can see with the lowering of costs with the emerging evolution of technology, right? IoT is taking off and it's taking off in a very big way. There are many applications that uh, improves our lives. I think things have changed a lot from, from what I just said. Thank you, Raymond, for sharing. For those of our young listeners might not know what is Pager, but I certainly remember when I started my career 27 years ago, that was the device I was using. And at those days, we don't even hear of IoT, 4G, and 5G, which is really the technology being used today. And I must say that I admire the technology and the product used in Iowa. Your mission is to have your device, you know, supporting the aging populations, supporting the sustainability community. So you are really supporting and giving a lot back to the community. So my next question for you, Raymond, is that most people in Singapore, well, will have to use or at least heard of the Trace Together tokens which Iowa Technology manufactured for contract tracing purpose. Can you share your experience and key milestone? Because I'm sure you and your team must have felt a great sense of pride and a strong sense of purpose in giving back to the community. Sure. It is indeed a privilege to be selected in this public tender as the vendor for the Trace Together tokens. There was a public tender. International players as well as local players were invited to put up a bid, uh, both in terms of the design as well as the cost. So this is a, a full turnkey project where we have to design, uh, develop, uh, test, build the products and deliver. The product has to be developed from scratch. Indeed, there were challenges. I think some of the things I would like to share is uh, maybe in, in public tenders like this particular case, I would like to think we won the tender because we propose uh, attractive uh, industrial design. It's not just something to, to meet the specifications, but something we think that will be appealing to the public. That design also went on to win an industrial design award, a design excellence award back in 2021. Choosing a smaller product to design poses challenges in terms of the RF performance as well as battery life, which we overcame. 
We also understood amongst the other requirements for this project, time was of the essence as the pandemic was uh, raging everywhere. So our team had to work very long hours, including all the weekends uh, to get the development out. And due to COVID, uh, our factory is in China. Our factory partner is in China. So due to COVID, we cannot send our team uh, to transfer the design and to manage the production run. So everything has to be done uh, remotely. With COVID, we know how the emergence of technology like Zoom and Teams uh, makes such a remote management possible. Thankfully for that. Even with this constraint, right, team managed to ramp up production to millions of pieces uh, within a few short months, including the design and the production. So it was indeed a, a very, very big challenge. And to make things worse, uh, there was a worldwide shortage of semiconductors. We all know many companies, even countries, have to step in to secure semiconductors. So we had that challenge. For us, we overcame that. Of course, the government helped to do some negotiation. However, if we are bidding against the US and, and other big countries, so there were still challenges. From IWAL, uh, what we did to mitigate this problem was we designed the solution with another chipset. So there were two different chipsets that we could use to make the tokens. So this made the supply crunch uh, a little bit better. It was challenging, but I can speak for everyone in Iowa. It was rewarding uh, to see that the product was put to good use. We received good reviews from the public as well. Wow, thank you, Raymond, for sharing. Wow, from what I hear, it's certainly very rewarding for you and your team. Winning this tender among all the competitors there, winning the public tender from the Singapore government is by itself not an easy task. But the executing the delivery of tender among so many challenges that you have just mentioned, you know, from the worldwide shortage of the semiconductors to a very tight deadline, I understand you have a very tight deadline to deliver, to working with you in the pandemic with all the safe distancing restriction measures. And being an engineer myself, I know it's also been very tough to design a device that can meet all the technical requirements. At the same time, having a design which is appealing, you know, to the user. You think your guys actually put everything together. I must congratulate you for doing a good job done uh, for Singapore as well as the community. So thank you very much for my side. I'd like to ask you the next question is, what is your view on the future of IoT in terms of all the opportunities we are been hearing and also some of the challenges you are facing? Global IoT, the market size is expected to double uh, in the next few years. In, and there are many reports, but everybody agree that it's going to grow uh, very fast. It's expected uh, to grow to even beyond 1.4 trillion in the next three to four years. So I, IoT technology is even assumed to be one of the key pillars of the fourth industrial revolution due to significant potentials in uh, innovation and useful benefits for the world population. And I think here in Singapore, everyone knows uh, the government has a smart nation vision and there's a strong push to use technology to automate and improve productivity. Uh, in terms of opportunity, I have no doubt that uh, IoT will see uh, strong growth in years to come. You asked about challenges. There are indeed many, but I see a few key ones I can think of uh, off my mind. One would be uh, there are several communication technologies available today. Uh, 
For example, uh, we use uh, LoRaWAN. There is a technology called Sigfox. There is a technology called MBIoT. Even a technology called SilverSpring. And there are so many uh, technology and their own their ecosystem, right? It's not exactly compatible. So unless there is a standardization, then the challenge for customers to adopt or even countries to adopt uh, IoT, the correct technology that is future-proof, pose some challenge. So you will see many projects, instead of going straight into deployment, they will tend to go into trials, small trials to test out different technology. So I think one of the challenges is uh, unless there is standardization or maybe in years to come, there are one or two technology survive and the rest doesn't, uh, then it becomes easier. Of course, connecting things to internet hosts what we all know a serious security uh, issue. So when things are connected to internet, they become potential targets for hackers. So any successful IoT deployment cannot do without a robust uh, security plan. To just name a few challenges. Yes, uh, Raymond, I certainly agree with you. So standards and standardization is definitely important for any companies, especially you want your device and your product to have mass deployment. And with IoT device, millions connecting to the cloud, I think you mentioned the very important challenges. I'm sure your company is able to work on that, which is the cybersecurity or security issues. I guess every device is only as good as if they can have assured the risk of the cybersecurity risk is being mitigated and provide these trustful products and technologies to the consumer. So I'd like to check with you, a growth mindset is critical to any professional. And what direction would you like to give to our listeners in terms of the growth mindset? I think an entrepreneur or any professional would need to have a growth mindset. I guess that would, uh, the opposite of a growth mindset would be to have a fixed mindset. So my understanding is a growth mindset is one that learns and engages new challenges to improve. So only when we grow, right? If we stay put, we can never realize our potential. Only when we grow, we can realize our full potential. I would like to think everyone, not just entrepreneurs, all professionals, always start off with a growth mindset, or we think we do. And then it is over time that we unwittingly start to fall into our comfort zone and adopt a fixed mindset because it's easier. And it's important to realize when we, we are limiting ourselves in terms of our mindset and holding ourselves back from growth, I think it's important to realize. And then from there, we can you know, make changes to change our direction. Thank you, Raymond, for sharing. I'm sure all our listeners will agree. You know, whether you are individual or professional or even entrepreneur or company, a growth mindset is certainly a very key component for success in their journey. So lastly, what is your advice for aspiring entrepreneurs and startups for our listeners? My personal view right, is we all start off with very exciting ideas when we start a business. You, you end up in a coffee shop and, and speaking hours with your partners and brainstorming on an idea, right? But I think owning this excellent idea is just the beginning. So we have to realize the beginning of a long journey. And I found that it's always execution that makes the difference. So execution becomes always key, not just the idea. 
and then we may face a lot of challenges and obstacles along the way but we just uh, have to keep working on it and not give up and if we have to modify our plan uh, even to to update our vision right we we have to do it i think be bold and have faith in what you you started off with you will see it through Okay, thank you, Raymond, for sharing your thoughts uh, on this topic and your experience and insights as an entrepreneur. It was great to have you with us here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's a privilege to be here, Richard. I would like to remind all listeners that all episodes will be made available on our website. You can also subscribe to our podcast channel across all major streaming platforms. Thank you once again for listening and we look forward to catching up with you on Tube Suit next episode of Powering the Future.